It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Couple wins $5 million lottery jackpot while simply trying to make change. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by the Barton Boys. Well, it is news time. It's a Monday morning. That means we do what we always do on a Monday morning, except for like 18 months when there weren't really any movies because of COVID. Mm. The weekend box office is here. It's been back for a while. And, you know, it's interesting to talk movies the day after the Oscars. None of the Oscar winning movies are in the box office. Imagine that. Creed could it hold on two weeks in a row as the number one movie? The answer is no. Scream six. Oh yeah, was the number one movie in America. Forty-four and a half million dollars this weekend. Creed three coming in at twenty-seven and a half million. Number three sixty-five. That's confusing. Number three. Pause. Oh, yeah. Sixty-five. The movie with twelve million. Ant-Man was number four, and The Cocaine Bear was number five. I did not... So Scream 6, Creed 3, 65, Ant-Man 4. Right, a lot of numbers. Wow. A lot of numbers. <laughs> and Cocaine Bear, I did chuckle last night. I was on the phone with somebody, and I didn't get a chance to hear what they were saying. I saw a bear on stage in a highlight, though. Yes, Elizabeth Banks, the creator of Cocaine Bear. Well, she's not the creator of it. But she was the one who made the movie. Yeah. Based on a true story. But yeah, she was the one who directed the movie, did the whole movie. And so she came out on stage to present an award. And first of all, when she was walking out, she tripped. Oh, wow. And almost went. Not a good start. She caught herself. Of course, she's a funny person. So she just laughed it off and and had fun with it. But then behind her was a gigantic bear. Well, it was a man in a bear costume. Kevin, if you were being uh, chased by a bear, you'd probably trip and fall, too. Very fair. Very fair. But it was the cocaine bear with her, I guess, and helped her present the award. Right. I didn't have the volume up. I wish I would have because it probably was funny. Uh, So there are the movies for the week. By the way, who ended up winning Best Picture? I no was clue. It, you didn't see it? Oh, it was the one that won all of these. Every every place, anytime, all, every place, all the anywhere, time, all anywhere, the time. every yes. minute, all of every the day. Things, anytime, everywhere. Yeah, that's it. All the things. Every time, every place. Anything, everywhere, anywho. Something like that. It's a very long title and it won all the awards last night. I I, I figured it had to win the best. It won everything, everywhere, all at once. At any, what is it again? Anything? I, I, don't, I don't know the name of the movie, but oh, I'm just telling you. you no, I'm telling you, it won everything, everywhere, all at once. It I did. don't know the name of the movie, It's though. something like that, though, Jay. You're close. I think you're definitely close. <laughs> you're very, very close. I'm close to I everything, enjoy... everywhere, all at once. Ken, you, uh, Ken, you, huh? He was the guy who oh, was the guy in that was, Goonies. His speech was great. He was in Goonies, okay? And then did a couple other movies after that. Kihu Kwan? Kihu Kwan. Okay. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, he's remember. the guy who uh, said it was the American dream to win, right? Is that the guy you're talking about? Yeah, he and was... then he, he honestly had a long period in his career where he did not have anything going. Well, he went from Goonies to uh, winning the uh, best actor. 
And in a gigantic movie. Right. And he just said it was one of those where and I want to thank my wife for never allowing me to give up. Dude, she he was, was the so person great. Who kept telling me your day is coming. He your was great. He looked right at the camera. I thought he was looking into my soul, and I didn't even watch the show. It I just so watched good. the highlights. So good. But when he looked directly into the camera and was talking, I was like, okay. I, goes, I kept looking behind me. I was sitting in the studio this morning watching the highlights, and I kept looking behind me like, is he looking at me? And he just looks right at the camera oh, and just so delivers great. it so well. And yeah. he says, it's like he's acting. anybody out there, don't give up on your dreams. No, it was good. Like It was a great speech. Yeah. There was a couple good ones. You know, there's always... Speeches that aren't good on that show. Uh-huh. But they had a couple people that I thought did a really good job with speeches last night, which was a delightful surprise. Story number two. There. I now do not have time for the Coconut Man. Oh. Coconut Man deserves more time than what I have right this moment. But that's okay. I still am going to give you a final story. Coconut Man will be next Okay. Hour. All right. Fair. Hopefully that works out for you. It works good for me. Instead, I will give you this. Uh, how about this one? A man finds his son playing video games at 1 a.m. It's never happened. Catches his son 1 a.m. on a school night. Oh, no. And he's decided, you know what? I'm going to teach you a lesson, boy. This is like the dad who catches the kid smoking a cigarette and makes him smoke the whole pack. Oh, that old trick. Or the old, oh, you wanted to drink a beer, huh, Junior? Oh, well, drink all of this vodka and see how you feel throwing up in the morning. Yeah, I don't know that that's parenting that's recommended anymore, but I do remember that. Yeah. Eat a pack of cigarettes, buddy. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Well, the dad initially furious, then decided, no, I'm going to teach you a lesson, son. Instead of scolding him, he allowed the boy to play. And he said, keep playing. Keep playing all night. Don't quit. Don't quit. What about school? I can skip school, bud. Uh-oh. He made him play for 17 hours straight. 17 hours straight. The boy did not protest at first, but towards the end, he was getting tired. Sure. He didn't want to do it anymore. He's like, can I please just stop? And the dad's like, no. No, you want to stay up all night doing it? He made him play for 17 hours straight to teach him a lesson. Do you think it worked, though? Now he's got his own YouTube channel making money. He's just going to stay home from school. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I got picked up to be taken by John Wayne. Kevin James. Excuse me, what? They were on their way out to see Burt Reynolds, who was with him. I did not meet Burt Reynolds. What? But, but yeah, they were going out to the squirrel's nest there, and they just gave me a ride. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. They are going to the squirrel's nest. That's, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> and now the listener letter. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jay and Kevin Show. All right, Kevin. Mark my words, Jay. I didn't... Kevin. I got this... This letter came in during the St. Jude Radiothon from Hillary. Okay? And... I had the opportunity to do this letter last week, and I decided I'm not doing this letter. I knew Slim was gone this week for a thing down in Nashville, and so I thought, 
I'm going to wait and do this letter when we have mature people here in the studio. It's a good call. I'm because ready for it. Because if I do this letter with Slim, it would be trouble. Good, good, good call. I'm ready for it. Seems like it. My boyfriend has a dog that isn't fixed. This dog is out of control. He chews up everything, and he also he has a few other habits that are not enjoyable, if you know what I mean. It's constant. It drives me crazy. My boyfriend wants me to move in, and I said, well, I'm not moving in until you get that dog neutered. Now he's being ridiculous, saying that I am making him choose between me and his dog. He somehow thinks it's not fair or nice to do to the dog since he's two and already used to it. Can someone please back me up on this? That it seems like the best thing to do. Am I wrong for asking him to, as he says, ruin his dog's life? That is from Hillary. All right, 509-441-0999 to call or text. Uh, first of all, I don't know if that always, I'm not sure that always fixes it. No pun oh, intended is that there. True? I'm not 100% sure that all, you know, I'm, well, no, I am 100% sure not all bad behavior will suddenly stop. I mean, it, I don't think you it, can just think that's the be all end does all. Does it stop? The part of it, possibly, but I think you still probably have to do some sort of adjustment to the behavior because he's that but, dog as his. I mean, train the, the boyfriend dog. saying he's used to doing that anyway, like that he's used to that lifestyle. <laughs> so maybe it doesn't work any. Yeah, I don't know for sure that it's going to be everything it, you think it's going to be, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know the rules on it because I've never been a dog and I've never been neutered. I always felt like it took care of some of that, some of their behaviors, mm-hmm. some of their natural uh, instincts. instincts. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. Now, I don't know that that's going to be everything you think it's going to be. I did enjoy one texter who said if he, if, he did, if he does this with his dog, this is how he will also raise children. Well, I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay with the kids not getting neutered. I think that's a good point, Kevin. I think the texture was saying that maybe he's just kind of a whatever kind of, hey, let them do whatever they want. But I don't know that this is a yeah. thing that fixes everything. Maybe, you know what, maybe go talk to the vet. There are a few people. I, uh, I honestly women. don't know for there, sure. I know, and you're dog man here, and I thought you would maybe know the info. Uh, we mainly have female dogs, Kev, so I I don't know. I mean, we try to, you know, if we're, okay. not, if we're not having puppies, which we're not, and we never were, and never w- were planning on it, so. Which. I had a little puppy that was a female and did not get fixed right away mm-hmm. because there was some original thought of yep. the people who we got it from maybe wanted to breed that dog. I was like, okay, whatever. And when that dog went into heat, I was like, this is the dumbest thing it's I've a ever lot of been work a part then. of in yeah. my life. Correct. And so if a male dog is like that because of that, then it needs to be fixed. Uh, they say this, Amanda. Uh, basically says, yeah, you need to do it because you can get the dog neutered. That doesn't neuter you, boyfriend. Yeah, I'm sure that's I think part that's of this. Some of it, yeah, right? of course it is. Yeah. Uh, Sarah says dogs are a reflection of their owner. You imagine having a child with this guy? <laughs> See, I'm telling you, there was, I knew there was going to be that equation as soon as someone texts that. I thought, well, uh, someone else says, don't move in. If you do, he's not going to. You know, he's not ever going to do it then. This might be the only way he'll listen. Ah, maybe, yeah. And then basically a lot of people just saying, listen, if the dog's not used for breeding, it needs to be fixed. Sure. it's So she is getting a lot of backup there on her thing of saying, hey, can you please back me up that this is best? 
Well, I mean, just, you know, Rick says you can argue with Bob Barker. Right? He told us, and that's the problem. He's been off TV too long. Right. I don't know how old this couple is, but maybe they don't know the Bob Barker. Have your pet spay or neuter. Right, every time. Ever, for how many years? Plus, you know what? He's he's 99 but right now, but you know he can still he can still throw a punch. You've seen the movie. Yeah, he sure can. I mean, do you want to fight Bob Barker? I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't either. I don't want to do it. Does Drew Carey? He doesn't do it, right? He doesn't say this. Oh, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know that one. Does Drew Carey? How much I've watched it since he's been the host. That's sad. That makes me sad. But uh, I don't know. It seems like a. Does he have a catchphrase? I don't think. Not that I, not that I know of. I don't, I don't know either. If somebody knows, let us know. Well, to Hillary, uh, I'm sorry. Now, some people are saying you're being unreasonable, telling him you won't move in. Well, like throwing down to, ultimatums about ultimatums big events and, like that are kind of <laughs> kind of rough. And I guess, I'm guessing that she was at the end of her rope with this thing, like with the dog. Like, yeah, I love you, but I really don't want to live here with that dog. I understand. And he's like, well, you're making me choose between you and Which my non-neutered dog. kind of is. I don't know. Sounds like it's a long-lasting relationship. And Heather says, yes, Drew does say it at the end of the show. Does he? Yeah. Okay, well, kids, watch that. And you can argue with says. Drew Carey? Jay I'm the same. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. I see these sweaters. I bought them for autumn. Kevin James. All this great TV. I'm going to set on my bottom in the autumn. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. All right, Kevin, a couple things here. First of all, uh, if you are using TJ Minock Drive, that's going to be closed for five months. Excuse me? The bridge is open. But they are rerouting, and it's going to be kind of messy in that area. You so say five minutes? Five months. Five months. Five months. Those usually go right as planned. Yep. So uh, anyway, that area of town going to be a little messy. Bridge open, though. But you kind of do the where they reroute you there if you're on TJ Minock Drive. So that's going to take a minute, so you might want to think about going yeah, a different is. way. That, that's a bummer, too, because that's a tricky spot. There's not a lot of great right. ways to get around there. Right, and imagine. Drive through the water. <laughs> It doesn't work. Will they have to reroute Bloomsday then? That's a great question, Jay. I guess probably not. Probably still run on it. They just can't drive on it maybe or something. I don't know. Anyway, something to think about. Uh, Also, uh, good news and bad news all at the same time. What's up? Uh, The uh, good news news is uh, we have a concert announcement tomorrow morning. We do? The bad news is, if you hadn't gotten your tickets yet for Dylan Carmichael, then that soul, uh, show is sold out. Yeah, we warned you last week it was going to happen, and yep. it did. We, we tried to give you the heads up. We, we told you early on, and then we told you again Thursday and Friday. We said, hey, it's probably going to sell out today. That's what we said on Friday, and over the weekend it did sell out. So Dylan Carmichael at Nashville North on April 6th officially sold out. Sorry if you didn't get your tickets, but we do have another concert announcement tomorrow. In the meantime, Kevin... Get a look at some entertainment news, shall we? Uh, yeah. Do you want to hear the the Morgan Wallen numbers, like how he did sure. in the first week of album sales and all that good stuff? Yep. It was pretty good. Well, he's number one on, on the Billboard Top 200 albums. That's no surprise. Shocker. But where did it stack up with some of the other greats? He sold 501,000, so right a half a million 
albums in the first week. Okay. That's pretty impressive. Or It seems pretty good. The way they do it now anyways, which is, you know, it's based on a bunch of different things, streaming and this and that. It's very complicated, but but they break it down to the, you know, the units generated. Yep. Unit, units earned is what they call it. It's the biggest since Taylor Swift's Midnight. Where did Midnight end up? Was it uh, was it close? No, Midnight had 1.5 million in the first in week. In a week. Yeah, That's so crazy. A million more. That was the, the record. That's the highest ever. Uh, Morgan, only 500,000, but still real, real good. The biggest country album ever. So that's impressive. Uh, 76% of the One Thing at a Time debut week was from streaming. Okay. I don't think that's a surprise right. to anyone. And it was the most streamed country album ever. They say part of that, the 36 songs, really helps because it's, you know, that's a lot of streaming. Songs. Yeah, that adds up to a lot of streaming. Yeah, you're going to stream longer when you have that many to stream. And it puts him, let's see, was it number five all time amongst all genres of music? Okay, and that's just for the first week. Yes. Okay, yeah, I that, got you. That yep. is correct. Okay. What we've had so far from, from Morgan. So I was trying to see. Dangerous mm-hmm. sold like 3.4 million overall, like total. Right. So he's doing and all right. I think this will, you know, will it catch it? Who knows? Probably. It's a pretty good start. He just keeps getting bigger and bigger, that Morgan Wallen. Uh, I I did hear an interview with him over the weekend where he was talking about the fact of, he's like, sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the numbers, but then you have to kind of sit down and realize, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. There's so much talent and so much, you know, so many people who would, would kill to be in your spot at all times, you know. You always have to remember that and remember how blessed you are and keep keep your head down and keep focused. <clears throat> yeah. Good advice, I would say, Very all the way true. around. Yeah, yeah, because he's right. At any moment, it could fleet, and then it gets, you never know. Somebody else could just pop up and be so the true. new, the new Morgan, the Wall. new hottest thing. Yeah. yeah, which is funny. And then we talked about you know this before, but where you're trying to pick songs, and you know, they people will ask us, "How do you guys pick the songs? What songs? There's 32, or there's 36, or however many there are. There's 57 songs to choose from. How do you choose them? Well, Luke Combs said that he actually. Has no idea what he's doing. I think that decision really ultimately is up to them, and it's kind of hard to predict. I would say I'm maybe 50-50 at best on being like, man, I think people are gonna, really going to love this song. Sometimes <laughs> it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Wait, when has it not worked? <laughs> it's like, okay, so I heard that, first of all. I go, I get that you're 50-50 where you go. Yeah, and maybe for picking songs for an album, yeah. but... For songs that have been released, he hasn't missed, right? Yeah. Every one of them has been a number one. I don't think that changes your feeling going into it, though. Yeah. But I do understand. I understand his point. 50-50 if this is going to work. <laughs> well, so far. I'm 50-50 with my 100% of number one record. Yes. And I get, yeah, like you said, as the artist having that feeling, that makes sense. Because sometimes, but, you, Kev, you know how it is. You're just so close to it, you can't tell anymore. You know, is this actually going to be a great song everyone likes or not? Right. Which, like with Morgan Wallen, for his album, you know, he had 36 songs, and then he, you know, we had four, no, we had 40, 
two songs that he trimmed down to thirty six because he was like, yeah, I just I didn't think they would be as good. They wouldn't last. I got tired of them. I'm like, okay, huh? well, that's a luxury. Yeah, it is. Not everybody has the forty two songs to choose from on an album thing. No, that's not real typical. No, that's not typical at all. That was the other thing about the streaming with the Morgan numbers. They were saying, you know, he's fifth all time, but how much did the thirty six songs help? And then they. They actually cut it down to say, okay, Drake, who's the got the leading streams of all time for an album, had 25 songs on his. Okay. So they said, if we take the top 25 streamed songs from, from Morgan? Morgan and compare it to oh, this, geez. then he would be 10th all time instead of 5th, but still pretty impressive. <laughs> and what's the Lady Gaga story? Oh, Lady Gaga, last night uh, on the Oscars, she sang the song from Top Gun. I can't remember the name of it. I right saw now. I saw just a tiny clip of her singing. What did you notice about? Where her? she ripped her ear monitor out and tucked it in the back of her shirt. Yeah, there was some sound issue. Uh, yeah, I could tell and she didn't seem too happy about it. But, the thing but of about course, Lady Total Gaga, Pro kept going. You know, the thing about Lady Gaga is she's unbelievable live, and she's proven that time after time after yeah. time how good she is. So it was weird at the beginning. It was like, oh, you don't sound quite right. There was something wrong, and then she did. Jay, she ripped that thing out. The other thing, that's got to be terrible. Did you by notice the way. that she what she was wearing? No, you know what? It was only part of this clip that they showed was just a close up of her trying to get her ear monitor out and then tucking it in the back of her shirt and then just continuing to just sing crazily. It was all the talk. Was it "Hold My Hand"? Was that the song she sang? Yes. Okay. And it's all the talk because she wore no makeup. It didn't look like she was wearing makeup. She had her hair pulled back and just looked jeans like jeans with rips in them and a sweatshirt. Really? Okay. Yeah. That was her thing. It was a stripped-down performance, and so she just wanted to be totally raw. Okay. You know, Lady Gaga always, she wore a meat dress one time. <laughs> she's so different. she's always got something going on. But it was the talk. Everybody was talking about that. But there was another Lady Gaga story that I was like, I wish this got all the talk. She was uh, trying to get up on stage or whatever, and there was a photographer, one of the camera guys. Okay. Who was trying to get past her or whatever? Is this last night this happened? Yes. Okay. And the camera guy trips and falls. Oh. And Lady Gaga could have just kept walking and not, you know, done anything. Right. But she's one of those genuine people who just saw it and instantly was like, oh my God, and turned around and like ran back and helped him up. And <laughs> no way. Sure it was that's okay. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it would have been nice if we had that. Yeah, that's great. I like that. See, you're just a person at that point. Somebody yes. fell down. You can go help them up. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. I like that. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. I see her now, Kevin. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. You grind up a pill and you put it in. I think my mom always did honey. Oh. And then, you know, I'd eat a spoonful of honey. and Kevin James. I see. Right, why didn't you put it in your baby food? Okay. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. What was the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your weekend? I'm going to risk it. Slim. Hello there, boys. Hello, friend. Oh, it is. Wow. Let me guess. Hey, you didn't. Man. You didn't have the Hi. new. You didn't have the new hotline number. I'm gonna guess. I don't have it. <laughs> I, I'm laughing because I'm realizing other people who, who I have no idea how they have it have it, and I don't know it. That's hilarious. So 
yeah, I'm still I'm still doing it old school. Did I win anything? Yeah, you're caller seven. We qualified you for the TV. So congratulations. Yeah, man, that's what we do around here. Yeah. I I uh that's very interesting. I just learned about great prizes here at the Country Radio Seminar. Did you know? And uh, big prizes coming to Coyote Country. Yes. Really? Yeah, big giveaways. Big giveaways coming, guys. Thank you. Uh, how's um, your uh, convention, your first ever uh, big boy convention? It's, it, yeah, you know what? It's good. I, You know I love sitting in a meeting. You know I love it. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't texted us during the meetings. I, I have to tell you, this is so weird. I was just talking to some random guy who I have no idea who he is, but he really likes to talk loud to me. I was just telling him, I go, if you had told me 10 years ago I was going to enjoy sitting in one of these 40-minute seminars, I would have laughed at your face. And today, I've loved it. Okay. Well, that's I've good. I, I've turned a corner. Everyone knows you guys, by the way. No, they don't. But they, it's hilarious. We oh, yeah, have never gone here. to Our anything. Drinks. But it's a bunch of radio people. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Who I think want to age with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, love it. They're like, we're Jane Kevin. And I'm like, you know what? They're working. Did you tell them? I'm like you, buddy. I'm like you, bud. I'm like who's who's doing your show right now? Well, you know, I don't. Oh, it's funny you say that. I don't know. <laughs> it is. Hey, you man. are funny, so it is funny that you say that. Yeah, it's funny you say that. So I'm actually enjoying. It. I I, was, I just was laughing. I was taking a quick look at my life and going, I actually am enjoying sitting in 40 minute seminars right now, boys. Although I will say, 40 minutes. Well done to the convention. Yeah. That's uh, that's the great number. If it's 60, that's you know, you 60, you're like, okay, it's an hour. I can I can try to make it through the hour, but you're always thinking the same thing with an hour seminar. When it's like forty seven minutes in, you're like, we could be done here. Now we feel right. like yeah, we're just we stretching. Yeah. Slim, are you sitting in a place where you can sneak out if you have finally gone to the one that doesn't interest you? Yeah, absolutely, Kev. Not I'm still boy. back of the bus guy. I'm still okay. you know, nice. trying to hang on to being trying to hang on to being cool guy in the back of the room. Like, yeah, man, I'm in the back of the room. I'm mysterious. You're not the front you know, row. Ask a million man. questions, guy. That's weird. No, I want to say names so bad right now, guys, about people who have been sitting in the front row at events I've been to because it's real funny to watch the people who sit in the front row and are pins and needles. I, and I'm curious. Has everybody in the history of working been in a meeting? Or there's the front row guy. Or are there some lucky people out there who are in professions that never, ever, ever have had to go to some sort of meeting where there's front row guy? Oh, they have, you, have I, to be, you have to have known them. And, and it's yeah. great because you, you, uh, you know they're thinking the whole time the seminar is going on, they're ready for question time. Oh, yeah. Because they know more than anyone else. And so they're truly just there to ask a question at the end of the seminar so that the person can say, yeah, we covered that when you weren't listening. I think they're only there to say their name. In, in radio, well, in radio they want to say their name. Well, it's so different. In yeah. radio, it is about being seen so that you can maybe Sean Whitmer can't so I spoke can. Just a quick question. Yeah. And you always got to do this one, too. It's like if they, they hand you the microphone, they're like, All right, we have a question in the front row. Sean yeah. Whitmer can't so I spoke can. Just wanted to ask a quick question. <laughs> you got yeah. Jameson Rogers is here. I'm standing right next to him right now. He's hey, walking, what's up, buddy? He's walking up. Uh, he's walking up escalator, giving fist bumps to people. Kind of oh. cool. Yeah, I you like forget that. Nashville has a lot of famous people, right? Yeah, but I did want to tell you one story from last night. I just thought I'd cast this on to you guys to let you know that as professional as I'm trying to be this week, we go to a, there's an event last night. The Brothers Osborne. You may have heard of them. They ah. have a new they have new music coming out, and they wanted to play it for a bunch of people in radio, and it's really good. I like it. Okay? It was it was great, and so the event was cool, and they were cool, and 
you know, you get to learn about their process of writing the music and all this stuff. It's really interesting. Quick question. So we, yes, sir. Is it the they played it live or was it the weird one where they play the music and they sat there <laughs> looking at you listen to it while they listen to it? Kevin, they figured this one out. Everyone came in. There's probably let's say there's a hundred people. They gave out twenty five different colored poker chips. So a hundred poker chips, four different colors. So twenty five at a time. They had a listening room set up. So brothers Osborne are mingling in this really cool room talking and then they would call out your poker chip color and be like if you got the green one head into the listening room and brothers osborne just stayed out in the the mingling area so they were never around so it was great how they did it because that is so awkward when you listen to the music with the artist sitting right there listening to the music because it's awkward for the artist it's awkward for you it's just very weird okay continue uh, my Someone, well, someone we know uh, was talking in out loud and got in trouble. That was great. But uh, during the listening, because it's hard to be quiet for 20 minutes. Announcing loud or talking okay. loud? Just talking loud. I'm talking loud. Because I talk loud at events. So the, the, <laughs> we go to, what? We, oh, what happened? We go to this thing, and then we're leaving, and I need a ride back to the hotel. Someone who used to work for the big time, you can hear on Coyote Country at night. Oh, okay. Our friend Jackie. Mm-hmm. Our friend Jackie. Oh, yeah. Has yeah. Car, and she goes, I'll, I'll drive you back to the hotel. I go, thank you so much, Jackie. She's got her friends with her. Now, Now her friends is some gal who does a big uh, radio show here in Nashville. So we get in the car, and we're talking and chatting, and I'm just trying to be nice because I don't know these gals. And the subject matter comes up to accents or something like that, British accents. And the lady in the front, who is like the boss of this whole, like a radio station here, some big conglomerate, she says, yeah, my husband had a British accent. Now, I, I need to just not say anything at this point, <laughs> but I decide to say, what does he not have? Or he, she goes, my husband was British and had a, a great accent. And for some reason, in my mind, I decided the thing to say would be to say, is he not British anymore? Oh, no. You did and not. when she turned around and said, well, my husband passed away, I, I thought when we were going 75 on the freeway, about just getting out. What what possessed you to even have a, a word come out of your mouth? Like you Guys, didn't. I'm trying to be professional the whole time. I'm trying to be interested in people. And you so, didn't think when she said he had that there's a possibility so he could be gone? So here's where this all stemmed from. <laughs> I had the, the luxury earlier this weekend to take a, a long Uber ride with a man who lived about two hours from where I grew up in Venezuela. Okay, oh, wow. that's weird. Really weird. It was, it was great. And we had just been talking about the fact that we've both been losing our accents. Now, he's Venezuelan, Venezuelan. So he is like, he still has his, but it's not as thick. Yeah. And we were talking about how you live in the States and you start to lose your accent. And so I think my brain just was like, well, maybe this lady's husband has been in the States so long, he's lost his accent. And so I just th- thought, why not? channel into that we well, you know why you don't channel into that because if the husband's not with us anymore it gets real awkward and and she said that and you said what i said i i said, I said i'm gonna get out now okay. and they all and they all laugh and she laughed and she goes no it's fine she goes, he's been he's been dead for a couple years i'm like doesn't change it man no, well you know what it. that was actually a good recovery <laughs> yes, by you because I don't think, I mean, there's only two ways to go there. I think I'm going to get out now or I'm so sorry. But I'm so sorry doesn't make anybody laugh. I think, no. I sh- I think I'm think i going to get out now. That that makes I people went, laugh. 
I went to I'm so sorry after, but yeah, no, that's the right I'm order. Yeah, now. yeah. Hotel. You could have gone uh, with the. Oh my gosh, what happened, <laughs> Kevin? Stop helping. Do you need to leave? <laughs> stop helping. I, I did. Gosh, I did Kevin. double down, and I did double down and say, "So do you not think he has an accent in heaven?" Okay. And, and she did think it was funny. Thank goodness. <laughs> this is a funny lady. She's a funny gal. So you kind of kind of read the room and hope for the best. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, I've never been so sweaty. You're really making friends, friend. Yeah, I know, I know. And that and, that is one thing I love. Like we have a meeting coming up in five minutes, and I'm excited to go to it. But I, there are so many people here who know you guys and know each other, and I just kind of slide through the cracks. I think people just look at me like, why are you here? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of new to these meetings, and I'm not, I'm not in the good old boys club. I'm not even the good old boys. It's just the people who have been doing this for a long time. And I, so they don't know. And so then I'm kind of like, people are nervous to talk to me. It sounds like you're going to make friends the way you're dealing with people, though. And yeah, also, I'm really well on my way. Any chance you could tell me what you're wearing? I'm wearing a, my Paris Nike shirt because it was on top. Your Paris uh, Nike shirt. I thought you said parents, but yes, Paris. Too. My Paris, Paris, P-A-R-I-S. Yeah, Paris. It's just a black Nike t-shirt. It says Paris on joggers. it. Mm-hmm. Yep, some joggers. But just, that's just to the meetings. At nighttime, I've been, I brought boys. I brought some collared shirts. Some yes. Shirts. Look at them go. Uh, that's okay. also because your wife is there. That's without a doubt true. <laughs> <laughs> your wife, she is working this week as well. <laughs> And she has a lot to do. So I'm sure she helped make sure. Sean, there's going to be nice events that you're going yeah, to get go Yeah, get a collared to. shirt. She probably yeah. had them laid out, Kevin, or already packed. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now, boys. I can't and, wait uh, to hear more stories about how you're fitting in. It's, I'm very excited about this. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back with a lot of new friends. Uh-huh. Jay, Kevin, Imagine that's true. Morning, the Big 99.9 9 Coyote Country. All right, see you, buddy.